0: Listeners, okay, strictly speaking, this isn't a jack-of-all-trades episode, but you know what? This story is just as true, just as important. Today, I am bringing you an episode of The Technomancy Project. This show is set in a world so much like mine, it feels like it's just one itty-bitty portal away. Like, I could seriously step through a door and be hanging out with Jason and Eli and Allie. I mean, I'm not saying I will. I'm not saying. So anyway, if you like hearing me deal with ghosts and demons and all sorts of things at a rate of approximately one monster per week, you should definitely listen to them do the same. Jason starts off just as clueless about these things as I did, and Eli and Allie are about as welcoming as Jose was to me. This is the pilot episode, but you can check out the whole nine-episode first season wherever you listen to podcasts. It's chock-full of representation and the paranormal, and you're going to want to catch up before Season 2. So check it out here now, and then go subscribe to their feed. I'll even put a link in the show notes to make it easy for you.
1: Sint mi e dei property, valiat numen triplex jehovi, ignii
2: arii, acatani spiritus Oh
1: Damn. Why is it so cold? Oh, head's throbbing. Guess that means I'm alive. Chained up. What have I gotten myself into this time? Oh, wait. I hear voices. What are they saying? Is that.
3: Orientus Prince a Beelzebub. Definitely
1: Latin. I blink my eyes open rapidly to get rid of the spots. Vision finally clears and I see two guys dressed in red cloaks, chanting over some demonic pentagram drawn on the floor. Ah, oh, crap. Cultists. Blessed are we to the nine circles, for they shall house us. Blessed are we to the Five Chosen, for they shall free us. Blessed are we to the Nine Kings, for they shall lead us. Blessed are we to the Fallen One, for he shall save us. Onfani Adonis Monaco Monarca. What? It's not Monarco, it's Monarca.
3: How the hell is he awake? We need to kill him now.
1: Wait! We can talk about this. Uh now I've done it. Should really learn to keep my mouth shut. Gotta break these chains.
3: What is that?
2: Nobody fucking move! I can't see. Where did that... Oh, someone's at the door. You don't know what you're interrupting. Actually, I do. Damn! Did he just shoot fire
1: from his hands? Uh, I must be hallucinating. My vision's still recovering. Uh, Whatever he does, it burns what's left in that bowl the cultists were using.
2: Put the knife down. It's over. Without the offering, it'd be suicide to summon this demon. We all know what happens when the demon is summoned without the proper offering. Though,
4: we have no problem bringing you back dead. The human body still has plenty of secrets, even if they're not breathing anymore.
2: You will get nothing from us.
4: God damn it! Why do they always fucking kill themselves? I told you we should have paralyzed them. If you had just let me use my ultrasonic, they could have been down in seconds. But no! You wanted to beat them up like a caveman!
2: That's because you knocked me out last time. It took me three whole freaking hours before I was conscious again. Uh, that wasn't an accident. I know. Uh, just look around the room for anything useful or interesting. Pictures and anything that can fit into a bag. I'll get these guys talking. I get a real look at
1: them for the first time. They must be in their twenties, maybe. The woman wears a leather jacket over a Ramones tee, a permanently irritated expression. The man's in a trench coat over a suit like a Hollywood PI. Arts will imagine their colleagues.
4: Oh, why do cultists always have to leave a mess?
1: She's not kidding. The room is anything but ordinary, blood caking everything in sight, goat entrails pinned to the walls, symbols decorating every inch of wall space. The man, he's... carving into the bodies? He pours some kind of blue liquid into their mouths, and then he begins to speak.
2: All mors magna ob super lunum vocat, mihi nectar
1: Something changes in the air, freezing what moments ago was lukewarm. These people are definitely not normal. An overwhelming amount of thick black ooze pours out of the corpse's mouths and ears. Their eyes glaze over with darkness akin to an abyss, and suddenly the dead gasp for air.
2: (gasps) Welcome back. So... cold. Where... are we? Right where you belong. I can keep you guys here in the land of the living for a moment longer, away from the pain and away from the darkness. But only if you tell me what I want to know.
4: Ask them if any of these books are just for show or if they'll pop out and bite me.
2: I'm gonna break this down to you as simply as I can. This thing you're so devoted to, I know you guys are finally getting ready to summon him. I recognize the symbols, and I recognize the ritual. Unfortunately, it was never going to work. The timing, the offering, the location, you guys have screwed the whole thing up. You're lying. I'm not lying, but that doesn't mean you guys weren't lied too. What are you talking about? Matthew Field and Travis Cornell. Three months ago, you guys were just ordinary blue-collar workers. A carpenter, hell, a freaking electrician. No past history of any involvement or interest into the occult or demonology. Now look at where we are. The big question is, how? Who brought you guys into this life? It was like
1: a dream.
2: A man dressed in
1: all red spoke to us. Showed us things. The real truth of this world. He promised us Salvation for servitude.
4: Huh. If I were someone of lower intellect, I'd say that sounds like a great deal.
2: Yeah, yeah. He welcomed you guys with open arms. Milk and cookies for all the new members. I don't care about any of that. The man in red. Where is he? Doesn't matter. He will
1: come for us all. The no-longer-dead guys violently cough and choke. The black ooze from before pours out. They seize up, and the necromancer responsible for them backs away. But he doesn't look worried. The bodies suddenly go limp. Guess they're really dead this time. The necromancer kicks the pedestal in anger.
2: Ugh, not again. Bodies never last long. One step forward, two steps back. Find anything interesting in here, Allie?
4: Uh, I just grabbed everything that looks like stuff you could buy at a Halloween store and took pictures of anything you'd find in a high-budget horror movie.
2: Uh, remind me to cycle through all that. Uh, hey. A uh, little help here? Holy shit, this guy's still breathing.
1: He is. I need, like, some help.
2: Well,
4: that makes you the first. These types of guys don't usually take prisoners.
1: <laughs> uh, guess I'm just lucky. Who are you guys?
2: Not at liberty to say. Just be glad we were here, or else who knows what they would have done to you by now. Well, actually, let's be real. We all know what they would have done to you by now. What's your name? Jason.
4: Well, Jason, do you remember how you got here?
1: I... Oh. I don't. Uh... That's never happened before.
4: You don't remember?
1: No. I... I... The last thing I remember is eating at Mel's... Had a nice burger. What day is it? It's Tuesday. No, the the date.
4: The 27th. Of? August.
1: August. It's supposed to be December. There, there's no way I've lost that much time. That can't be. Uh, Christmas was just two days ago.
4: Uh, no. It's August 27th. Starting to think they might have knocked some screws loose instead of killing them.
2: This hasn't ever happened before. What do you mean by that?
4: Uh, Save the questions for later. He saw magic because you couldn't keep your voodoo to yourself. You know the protocol. Oh, We have to take him in.
1: Wait, take me where? I almost can't believe it. What seems like only minutes later, dozens of men and women in dark glasses appear out of nowhere and tape the place off. They shove me into this creepy van and throw a bag over my head. I can hear the two who rescued me arguing just outside. From what I can hear, it sounds like someone isn't happy with them.
3: I thought you knew how precarious your situation was.
2: Don't talk to us like we're children.
3: Then why did you allow there to be a witness? For agents of your level, that's a serious mistake.
4: Uh, to be fair, we thought he'd be dead. They almost always are.
3: And you didn't prepare for the fact that he might not be?
4: Ah, he already saw the whole satanic ritual thing.
3: That he probably didn't
2: understand. He's not telling us the full truth.
3: Excuse me?
2: He told us that he doesn't remember the past eight months, but I know these guys. Family wipes aren't in their agenda. So, either this guy's lying, or they've done something to him that we don't know about. And I intend to figure it out.
3: We'll see if the director feels the same way. Do it.
2: They just inject
1: me with what's? What's what's happening? Feel funny. I open my eyes, but immediately have to shut them again. Why is the room so bright? I rub my eyes, open them again. Some guy sits in front of me. Wonder if he can help me figure out what's going on.
3: You're awake. Good.
1: He sounds like the angry dude from earlier. Maybe if he thinks I'm not all here, he'll let something slip. I rub my head despite not having a headache. Oh, where am I?
3: I'm not able to give you that information.
1: Ooh, this guy's good. He won't give anything up easily. Who are you?
3: You can call me Agent King. Ah, nice name. You give it to yourself? Hm. tell me. What were you doing in the basement of that home?
1: Well, my Latin's a bit rusty, but if I had to guess, I'd say I was getting sacrificed. He doesn't like me. Not many official types do.
3: How did you know what the ritual was about?
1: Ah, crap.
3: That was careless.
1: Uh, I've seen enough movies. Crazy people in robes, old book, pentagram, human sacrifice. Obviously there are some kind of Satanists.
3: I don't think that's the whole story, Mr. Phoenix. He knows my
1: name? Ah, damn it.
3: Good. A genuine reaction. So our intel was right about you.
1: How'd you know that?
3: That's not even half of what we know.
1: A folder? Full of surveillance photos? He spreads them out and I can see why he's been acting so cocky. All photos of me.
3: It seems this wasn't the only site of our operations that you just happened to stumble upon, Mr. Phoenix. You ask how we know so much about you, but tell me, how much do you know about us? I don't know anything, I swear. Yes, you do. I don't believe almost anything that comes out of your mouth, Mr. Phoenix. But that's okay. We have plenty of time. I've played this game more times than you know. So don't go thinking you can play me.
1: I wonder if he's actually frustrated or if he's just putting on a show. If it is a show, he's better than I thought.
3: Always a witness, never a victim. Until today. If it were up to me, you'd already be getting a mind wipe. On the house. Eh, not my favorite idea. Considering what the alternative is, you might change your mind later on. An option we can revisit in the future. Since you're so keen on keeping your secrets, we've resorted to this. We're not going to kill you, Mr. Phoenix. We're just going to offer you a job. Wait, what? As of today, you're assigned to our newly formed Technomancy Unit. Congratulations. I believe you've met Special Agents Elijah Long and Alexandria Watts. Oh, hey. My rescuers.
2: What's he doing here?
3: He is the newest recruit into the Technomancy unit. What? What? And considering your most recent failure, I'd be grateful that this is the only change the director is making to your unit. Here's your new mission report. Take him with you. Let the kid stretch his legs a little. Let him fully understand the situation he's got himself into.
1: He extends a hand for me to shake. I shake it without really thinking.
3: Welcome to the EPO, Mr. Phoenix, you'll fit right in.
2: You can't do this to us!
3: Sorry, director's orders. He's your problem now. Good luck.
2: Do I get to know where we're going now? To our office. Our? The Technomancy Unit. Now stop asking questions.
1: It seems that not only have I been forcibly hired by a paranormal government agency, I'm also working for the crappiest part of it. We're on the bottom floor. A creaky, dusty, long hallway. A far cry from men in black.
2: Here we are. Home sweet home.
1: This? Uh, This is it. A cramped office space with two desks cluttered with junk in the middle. That's just... underwhelming. Where are we?
4: In the Orion spiral arm of the Milky Way galaxy, in the orbit of a G-type main sequence star on the third planet commonly known as Earth. Specifically on the continent North America, in the country the United States of America, in the Midwest, in the town Waterfalls, in an EPO base.
1: I feel like we could have gotten the answer sooner.
4: Ha! <laughs> it's about the journey, not the destination.
1: Right. And what's the EPO?
2: The Bureau of Esoteric, Paranormal, and Occult. Satisfied? Uh, not really. Not my problem. Allie, you ready? Shit. Who fucked up now?
4: Those dipshits in maintenance. (sighs) The car's not ready yet.
2: Ooh, you guys have some fancy government spy car? The point is not to attract attention. And right now, we don't have anything because someone has road rage.
4: Uh, it's road righteous fury. No one knows how to drive in this town.
2: Yeah, tell that to maintenance. I'm sure that'll bump us up the list. You guys need a ride? That's one way I
1: might actually be able to help. They exchange a long look. More of a nonverbal sparring match, really.
2: Eh, he can't be any worse than you. I'm finally
1: back where I belong. In my baby. My van. It makes even my new situation feel a little bit more normal. Uh, actually, strike that. Nothing could make this feel normal. I imagine telling someone about this, that I was joining a know-it-all brainiac and a suspicious-looking asshole on a ghost hunt. But if I did, I'd be admitted to an institution where they'd put me on a strict five-pill diet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That show goes down my spine. Don't think about the institution. Focus on the road. I look at Eli sitting next to me. And despite losing my memory to get here, I think these people are who I've been looking for for a while now.
2: Hey, turn left up ahead of the road. The manor should be a few miles down from there.
1: Huh? Uh... Oh, right. Sorry.
2: Word of advice? Get out of your head. That'll get you killed. Not in my head. <laughs> sure you're not. All of this is perfectly normal.
1: So, the Bureau of Esoteric, Paranormal, and Occult?
2: (laughs) It uh, sounds like a comic book. Yeah, you'd think that, but it's not. There are other kinds of dangers out there other than serial killers or domestic terrorists and organized crime. we deal with the paranormal element. Cryptids, demons, aliens. All the scary things that go bump in the night. Uh, Discreetly, of course.
1: Right. Because if the public caught wind of what's really out there, we'd have a worldwide panic.
4: Look who's finally catching on. Hmm.
1: And that uh, Agent King guy, he's like your boss, right?
4: Ugh, he wishes. More like a pain in our ass.
2: Yeah, He acts like it, but he's just really there to keep watch over us. Asshole reports of the higher-ups on our successes and failures. He gets a kick out of reporting our failures, mostly. He was kind of a hard-ass, huh?
1: He said something about your newly formed technomancy. What's that mean?
4: At the EPO, we have multiple divisions responsible for different things. The Technomancy Unit is an experimental project we formed, whose life depends on how well we do in proving its practical use in the field.
1: Practical use?
4: Uh, We're trying to prove that both science and sorcery can work together to solve cases and help people. It's risky, but revolutionary if we can pull
2: it off. You're the first member we've had since we started. Oh, you and
1: Alexandria are the founders.
4: Ah, it's Allie. Don't call me Alexandria.
1: Oh, uh,
4: all right. I prefer Allie. Don't question it.
2: Look, we get that this is a lot to take in. Seeing as how you're going to have to get used to that, Allie and I can try to answer any questions you might have before we get to the manor.
1: Here's my chance. Ask something good. Why can't I remember anything? Why was I chosen as their sacrifice? Did they know about me? Why am I here? Why am I being forced to go along with two federal agents to deal with some little ghost in an abandoned house in the middle of nowhere? You two seem capable enough without me.
4: Officially, our last case involving your rescue from those wannabe fanatics in a misguided attempt at summoning an upper-level demon from the bowels of hell is still open due to those wannabe fanatics getting themselves axed. And it's policy to keep an eye on anyone involved in open cases outside Bureau Employment. Normally, that just means we get to spy on you until we close the case. But I guess the director wants us to play babysitter now.
1: She gets right up close to me. Her eyes analyze every part of me. (laughs) Yeah, I know these types. They don't see people as people. Just things to play
2: with and figure out. Why are you looking at me like that?
4: No reason. Just keep your eyes on the road, buddy.
2: To make a long story short, we're stuck with you until we can figure out why those creeps chose you as their offering. So try not to throw a tantrum in the meantime. We'll get back to figuring out the cause of your dilemma as soon as we're done with this small detour. It yeah, Looks like we're going to have to put this discussion on hold. There it is. Crestwood Manor.
1: Four stories high and the length of at least half a football field. Forestry around the house seems to be dying. Odd considering it's summer. The outside has certainly seen better days. Vines and other wildlife seem to have taken up residence in the absence of anyone else. All the signs of a house, I
2: never want to be near just follow her every order and you'll be fine now help ali carry her crap out of the van i'm gonna take a quick look around uh, 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 be careful with that if you
4: break anything i will personally lobotomize you and put your brain in a jar uh let's go
1: uh, where'd you want me to put this case
4: just put it over there on the table
1: right so what's inside Uh voice recorder's emf meter a ouija board
4: We're not some amateur ghost hunters on a dying network channel. Ugh, though sometimes we pretend we are as a cover. But ghost hunting's nothing like it is on TV. We have way cooler toys to play with.
1: Whoa, this stuff looks like it's straight out of a spy movie. Uh, I see some earbuds and futuristic-looking wristwatches.
4: Here, put this on your wrist and put this in your ear. We need to stay in communication with each other in case we get separated inside.
1: Oh, wait. Why would we get separated? Aren't we going to stick together?
4: I mean, we always try to, but it's best that we're prepared for the worst. And in this line of work, the worst is always bound to happen.
1: Oh, great. Well, what's this wristwatch for? Don't tell me it only tells the time.
4: Of course not. It's an invention of my own design. A miniature electromagnetic amplifier adjusted to lock onto a person's key electromagnetic signature and manipulate it slightly in order to create a thin veil over your skin.
1: And the purpose for that is to...
4: Do I really have to spell it out for... (sighs) Yes. Okay. Look. Look. Spirits thrive off of the electromagnetic field all around us. Some areas are naturally stronger than others due to any number of reasons, none of which I have the time to go into right now. Guys like Elijah over there would probably say it's due to occult reasons, but that's probably because he failed high school physics. By adjusting our body's electromagnetic field, I can transform our wavelength to a different frequency than what these ghosts operate on, therefore making us impossible to touch.
0: Uh,
1: so you've created a ghost shield, and it's activated through this wristwatch.
4: He does have a brain! Wonderful!
1: Whoa! Uh, My body feels tingly. Do I look different? (laughs) Nah, still look great. How do I know this actually works?
4: Are you questioning my ability?
1: No, I'm just asking how-
4: Good! Good! Because if you think I can't invent a simple ghost shield, then you can just take it off.
1: No, uh, no, uh, uh, look, I'm sorry. That was a stupid question. I'm sure you're right. I'm sure it works. Huh.
4: That's what I thought. Jeez,
1: bite my head off, why don't you? This woman's as scary as she is smart.
2: Better remember not to piss her off. That brain in a jar threat's starting to sound like less of a joke. Hey, so, I took a quick look around the outskirts of the manor. Nothing too out of the ordinary on the outside. Although I did try an evocation spell, nobody came through to speak with me. So, obviously something's not right. I think that report is lacking in accuracy.
4: Well, well, looks like intelligence screwed up. Again. Great! Perhaps one of my inventions can find our big bad ghost. I had Jason unload it from that ugly van of his.
2: Ugly? Hey, now hold on! By all means, be my guest. Is that a drone?
4: (laughs) It's more than that. Oh, that's strange. What is I custom designed this drone to be able to scan through buildings via X ray and thermal imaging? It's supposed to provide a live feed when it detects something paranormal. It's indicated it's found something, but I'm just getting a lot of static as if there's some uh, interference preventing me from seeing anything.
2: <laughs> Sneaky little shit. Here, let me try something. Reveler per omne lumen.
1: Reveal all through the light. There you are. What happened?
4: Ooh, judging by the live feed my drone is streaming, it seems that there are three spirits inside. The largest one frequents the western quadrant of the house.
2: That's gotta be the target. Alright, let's get going. We're burning daylight. Uh, you know what?
1: Maybe I'll just wait outside. I don't want to
2: get in the way or anything.
1: Ooh,
4: nice try. We're not leaving you alone out here. You're a flight risk. Now hurry up.
1: Well, what about Elijah? He doesn't have your awesome ghost shield.
2: I'll just let him wear mine, and I'll keep watch out here. That sounds like a good idea, right? (laughs) You're not fooling anyone. In any case, I don't need it. I can take care of myself. See this? What is he? Oh. Those are a lot of tattoos.
1: All abstract images and symbols for different runes and sigils in different languages.
2: I've got more all over my body. Well, except for my face and down south. I'm protected by almost every kind of magical ward, symbol, and word. Now come on, let's go. All over your body?
4: Ugh, don't ask him. He tends to go on and on about it. Just get in the house. You're wearing a literal ghost shield. You'll be fine. And we're not about to get shit from the higher-ups for not keeping an eye on a grown man. So you either come in with us consciously, or I can tranquilize you and you can be dragged in.
1: Ah, fantastic. An ultimatum. Just what everyone loves. Ah, screw it. I really shouldn't be that scared anyway. Let's get this over with.
2: Ah, I prefer to be conscious. But I'm not letting you two out of my sight. Just don't expect any hand-holding. This is a case, not a field trip.
1: The inside of this place is surprisingly well-kept. Just a few cobwebs and some dust. Some gaudy archways that lead to different rooms, a grand staircase looming in front of us, a beautiful chandelier. It's too bad it's only a decoration. We could use some light. I have to admit, though, this place must have looked amazing back in the day. Huh. Looks bigger on the
2: inside.
4: Nothing gets past you, huh?
2: Okay, the first thing we've got to do is find the doctor's office or his operating room. There should be some kind of clue he left behind that can give us an idea what forces he was messing with.
1: We're hunting down the spirit of a doctor? Is this one of those mad doctor playing God kind of situations?
2: More like a devilish sadist than God.
1: Say what?
4: Didn't you read the mission dossier?
1: Well, reading and driving at the same time typically spells
2: disaster. Just gotta look at the picture of the guy. Dr. Richard Crestwood, skilled surgeon and medical practitioner. He offered his manners a convalescent hospital for wounded soldiers and their units to get patched up during the Civil War. Oh. Sounds like a saint.
4: You would think that. But a whole lot of reports of missing patients and illegal procedures say otherwise.
1: Oh, Never mind. How illegal are we talking?
4: The human centipede kind. Crestwood was known to test wild theories on his patients.
2: He was a man with an obsession. An obsession that even pushed him towards the occult. Or so the rumors say.
4: It's coming from the other room.
2: Whoever's there, come out. Now. Does this guy have a death wish or something?
1: Oh, it's too
3: late. There
1: it is. Peering at us from behind the archway. A young woman? Black clumpy hair and a messy bun obscure her eyes. Skin as pale as chalk. This girl isn't scary,
2: though. He's terrified. It's okay. We're not here to hurt you. We're just here to find the man that did this to you.
4: What is this? Never This. Are you talking about Dr. Crestwood? Didn't stop.
3: Never stop.
1: Didn't stop what? She steps out into full view. I see now why she's so scared. A nurse's dress torn from her neck down to her stomach reveals surgical stitches all over her chest. Dried blood covers her sleeves, but what worries me most is the strange markings that look carved into her.
2: He did this,
4: all of it.
2: Oh, that sick fuck!
4: You weren't kidding about the obsession part. Poor girl must have suffered for a while.
2: That's an understatement. See those markings all over her body? He was using clayfoltic blood magic to keep her alive while he was slicing and dicing her. Probably to make sure that she wouldn't die even if he did cut her open. Oh, God. That's just not right.
1: God ain't here. A new voice? Behind us. I look behind me to see a Union soldier leaning up against the archway. This guy doesn't look any better than the poor girl. His legs are elongated with knees that bend backwards, uh, kind of like a goat. Chest is ripped open and the ribcage is split and on display for all to see. The same symbols carved onto the nurse are on him
2: as well.
4: All right, let's get this sick bastard. Where is he?
2: He ain't gonna let you leave. Don't worry about us. Let's keep moving. I can't help but look at them. It's as if they're
1: waiting for something. I wonder if this is the first time they've seen people like us enter the house. Probably not. Hopefully, it's the last.
2: So, what now? You conduct some ritual to get rid of the ghost? It's not as easy as that. The level of threat the spirit is currently at is different from what the case foul detailed. He was using clyphothic magic, so that does narrow it down to a region of the world, but it's not enough for me to get an exact idea of what he was up to. Ah! Shut up! Are you trying to attract unwanted attention? How are you not freaked? Because I've been doing this for a long time. Ghosts can't hurt us. Not with the protection we've got. Oh, well, you'll forgive me if that doesn't exactly reassure me.
4: Gentlemen, we have a problem.
2: What?
0: what? Ooh.
1: so the picture in the case file is totally wrong. Looks nothing like the ghost. This guy was supposed to be strong and handsome. Instead, he's... He's one of the most horrible things I've ever seen. It... His face looks peeled off as if someone surgically removed the skin to reveal only tissue and teeth. His eyes are sunken in with no eyelids. His clothes are torn to shreds and covered in blood as well, but... I get the feeling that the blood isn't his. Uh, guys?
2: Be quiet. Don't move.
1: This
4: isn't fucking Jurassic Park! That's not a velociraptor!
1: You're trespassing. No one moves. Eli and Allie stare at the ghost and it just stares back. Gotta respect someone who can stare at a ghost and not back down. Allie grabs something from her belt and aims it at the ghost, but the ghost lets out this blood-curdling screech. It dives for us. I leap out of its way. Eli and Allie move faster than I've seen anyone move. The ghost surges for Allie and grabs her wrist.
4: No, you shitty excuse for a
2: doctor! In here! Defende me up enemies meis. That won't hold him for long. I've bought us about ten minutes. What was that? A seriously strong spirit. I thought you said they couldn't hurt us. Things changed,
4: idiot. Keep up. What's that? Just a burn mark from when he grabbed me. That ghost got through my shield like it wasn't even there. (sighs) Come on, let's go.
2: That's not a good idea.
4: What about evil ghosts and running away? Don't you guys get?
2: You can't leave. What? He marked you with a brand, a type of possessive magic. You're bound to the ghost and this house. You can't leave. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't kid about something like
4: that. (sighs) So, I suppose you're both going to bail out now and cut your losses.
2: Of course not. You think I want to be stuck in a van with Jason all the way back to HQ? Oh, you should be so lucky. Jokes aside, no, we're not going to leave you. If I can just find something, anything, that can give me some type of clue about where this doctor got his juice, I could finally exercise that bastard. Uh,
4: uh, uh, Her mark's spreading. N- and it hurts like another trucker.
2: It's getting worse. If any of us want to make it out of here, we need to come up with a plan now. Looks like a private office. can barely see in here. Looks like the desk is covered with documents and folders. Maybe there's
1: something in here that can help us. Hey, this notebook has the same symbols carved onto it as the nurse and soldier. Can barely make anything out. His notes are all crammed together. It's, It's just gibberish. Wait a minute. This. This looks familiar. Uh, I might have something. Check this out. Let me see that.
4: This is completely illegible. Great fine, Nancy Drew. Now we have this journal of a doctor who clearly was losing his marbles on top of being a psychopath.
1: Well, yeah, it's supposed to appear that way. I think it's written in a code. There should be a decoding circle around here. Uh, here, here, let me show you. The device has two versions of the alphabet on it. Probably based on some Civil War code system. Every letter means a different letter, so it's essentially just a big word search puzzle.
4: How the hell did you know that?
1: Uh, I've got a master's degree in American history. Huh.
2: What, did you crack the code?
1: These notes don't say anything about experiments of any kind. He might have been keeping most of his work elsewhere.
4: Any idea where that would be?
1: Uh, There's gotta be something hiding in here. Some sort of clue. Wait, that's odd. Was there any mention of a basement in that floor map?
4: Not that I saw.
1: Well, these notes mention some kind of basement laboratory. Could it have been his own addition?
4: Uh, Possibly. Does it say where?
1: No. Uh, Wait. Yes, it should be right... Here!
4: (laughs) (laughs) Hidden staircase under the floorboards?
1: Such
2: a cliché. These stairs should lead us to some secret room. Hello, viam. That should provide us enough light. Let's head down before we get to the barrier. Huh, don't have to tell me twice.
1: Whoa. Uh, this place looks like, I don't know, the private study for Count Dracula or something? It just screams creature of the night.
2: We can admire the decor later. Allie needs us right now. Uh, right, uh, let me help.
4: Jesus Crisis hurts. Can you hurry it up?
2: Found it. Let me see. Okay. Okay. So this doctor was performing experiments in order to find the human soul. In these translations, it tells him to perform these acts in order to add to his own vitality, uh, keeping him young and strong. It seems like the doctor devoted himself to the demon Barb is a nasty piece of work. Great. How do we get rid of him? We're going to perform a ritual. Jason, take these candles and light them around us. What? How are red candles supposed to help us? Do ghosts hate the smell of what I can only assume is apple or cinnamon? Distorted, hateful demonic spirits are attracted to the burnt ashes of a holy person's bones. Those candles have ground-up bone meal and traces of bone marrow infused in them. Oh, ground-up bones? Magic isn't always light shows and rabbits out of hats. Magic is old. Real old. There are always rules to it, always a price to pay.
4: And that bone marrow was willingly donated, so excuse you.
1: Whatever. How is burnt bone ash gonna stop it?
2: It won't. We're gonna trap that son of a bitch in here with us. Those candles are also infused with blessed holy blood. That stuff's like poison to spirits that are distorted by demonic influence. Once he's here, he'll be weakened. Oh,
1: so you're gonna trap us in here with a pissed off, weakened spirit. Sounds great!
4: I just trust him. I don't like magic any more than you do, but Eli knows what he's doing.
1: I'd really like to believe that, but as of right now, I have literally
2: no idea what he's even- do- I'm done. What the hell is this? Looks like carvings done by some four-year-old. It's Enochian. I've created a banishing spell that should erase any and all attachments the doctor created in this house to bound him and his victim's souls here. This will send him straight to hell. Sweet! So blast that monster back to the pit, and let's get the hell out of here already! Not yet. I still have to recite the incantation. I'm gonna need another distraction, big enough to divert attention away from me. Aw, oh, come on.
1: You can't be sh-
4: temperature's dropped a lot. He's close.
2: Light the damn candles before he gets here!
1: Okay, okay, okay! Done. now what? Is it... Is it gone?
2: From my experience, no. It's playing with us. Be careful.
1: (gasps) (gasps) Ah! Oh, crap! He's got me! He's got me!
2: Grab him! Don't let that thing separate us.
4: Hold... on. I've got an idea you okay yeah yeah thanks what did you do i overrode the system's power output by 200 percent create an outburst of power that turned the shield into a bomb short-lived but very effective
2: heads up he's coming remember keep his attention on you and don't let him leave this room is that a silhouette no it's the doctor
1: You've disturbed my sacred chambers. You've forsaken
3: your welcome. I'll rip you open and consume your heart. I will.
2: I invoke the help of Saint Joseph, terror of demons, to combat your master, Barbiz, the great president of hell. Oh, he Spiritus so- um, Hey! Um, what kind 음. of a doctor lives in a place like this? Um, not a very good one, no. one, that's Spin- for sure fab- Oh, I'm so sorry. Was that important? It looked like junk, so I couldn't help myself Oh,
4: you think I'm afraid of you? Please, I have four PhDs. I fear nothing except my student
2: loans. Finally, stupid
4: magic.
1: The doctor doubles back in pain and a horrible smell fills the room. His body is turning to ash. He begins to scream that horrendous roar again. But this time there's no rage, only pain. A pit of fire grows underneath him, and long, emaciated, ashen arms grab him. Please, not like this.
3: I devoted my life to Barbus, so this will never happen. (laughs)
2: That was your mistake. Making deals with demons? What a stupid way to throw your life away, you pathetic man.
1: The doctor reaches for Elijah, but the arms stop him. He scratches his fingernails into the floor, attempting to avoid wherever these arms are taking him. (laughs) The arms drag him further and further until it's just the three of us standing alone.
4: Boom, that's what you get for breaking through my shields. Really? Ah, and for torturing and murdering countless people, that was also bad. Alright, let's get the hell out of here.
1: Ah, man, I hate intelligence agents. So boring and utterly exhausting. A few words from them puts me to sleep. But Agent King knows what he's doing. He's making this boring on purpose, hoping I slip again. Well, not this time, Agent. Well? Seriously? Just gonna ignore me. Look, if you're not gonna say anything, I'm leaving.
3: (laughs) Hmm. Good work. For an untrained field operative.
1: I don't want praise. Especially from you. I just want answers.
3: Answers to what? You know what?
1: I want to know what happened to me during those eight
3: months. You guys have been keeping tabs on me, so you must know. You're not in any position to demand things from us, Mr. Phoenix. Remember, you're here because we want you here.
1: This guy knows how to read people. But I've been lying and hiding my whole life. Gonna take more than some guy named King to get me.
2: (laughs) Hmm.
3: You'll find this photograph interesting.
1: That's... That's me. I, I'm going down some alleyway with a couple of other guys near a bar I frequent. Timestamp reads January 1st, 2020. 12.34am. Is... Is that me?
3: Yes. This was the last photo of you our agents were able to get before you went off the grid. Until two days ago when Agents Long and Watts found you... We assumed you were dead. That's... that's impossible. The the last thing I remember was eating a
1: burger at Mel's on the 27th. What...
3: what happened to me? That's what we'd like to know as well.
1: Five whole days. better than eight months, but still. What happened to me?
3: Mr. Phoenix, as troubling as this may seem, we're doing our best to find the answer to your predicament. It may take time... But here at the EPO, we always find the answers.
1: The way he says predicament makes it sound like a normal thing and not amnesia.
3: And then I notice
1: it. The same hungry look Allie had given me in the car. He won't find any weakness here. But maybe I can get something out of this. If I continue to work here as part of this technomancy unit... Will I be able to be personally involved in the investigation towards my disappearance and amnesia?
3: That's the way I see it. Only field agents and operatives can be allowed to view any information and findings conducted here at the EPO.
1: Ah, oh, there it is. This gut feeling that I've learned to recognize. The feeling of going into something unknown and dangerous. I hate this feeling. So much so that everything I've done in my life has been to make sure that no one can make me feel this way. But now I've lost eight months of my life, and the only way to get him back is to go along with this Agent King and ignore the feeling. So fuck it. I've been through worse. Let's make another deal with the devil.
3: I'm in.
2: This episode was written by Colin Bradley, Emily Kinsaga, and Jaws and Tong. The role of Jason is played by Daniel Lear. The role of Allie is played by Aaron Nicole Lundquist. The role of Elijah is played by Jaws and Tong. The role of Agent King is played by Sean King. Cultists 1 and 2 are played by Hunter Logan and Christopher Kinsaga. The Nurse and Soldier Ghosts are played by Samantha Fuller-Hall and Jaws and Tong. The doctors played by Christopher Kinsaga. The main theme is composed by Arjuna Woods, and the end titles were composed by Sean King. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please follow us on all of our social medias. Stay safe and stay smart.
0: Hi everyone, it's Jack. So, you know Faustian Nonsense, the podcast network that brings you Jack of all trades? I know, it's a spooky name, but they're way less sketchy than Phytos Acadies. Well, they're coming out with a new show by the same people who brought you Jack of All Trades, and some other amazing creators. And this show is called Super Suits. It's about a law firm in a superhero universe, and it's hilarious. It'll be available wherever you get your podcasts every other week, starting on February 6th, 2023. So check it out. If the concept alone isn't enough, check out this trailer.
2: Meanwhile, at a law firm in Megalopolis. Welcome,
4: Harper Hallow. I am Lois, Law Office Integrated Systems. I run the offices. Let's meet your team.
2: No, Captain Lunacy, it's too similar to Nightcave's costume. Do you want to be sued for trademark
4: violation? Ah uh, ah uh, ah, uh, her sidekick is only 12, so she'll need to comply with supervisory requirements or she'll run afoul of child labor statutes.
0: Wow, busy night. Why is my orientation at night?
2: The Coffin King leveled the building without a hero license. Of course he's liable. Where's my blood smoothie? He is why. From the Faustian Nonsense Network comes a scripted comedy podcast that asks, What's it like to practice lore in a world full of superpowers? Super suits coming soon to your favorite podcast platform.